Welcome to Behind the Music, brought to you by the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. Join us as we go behind the scenes with our talented musicians and guests to speak candidly about their musical journey and reveal interesting snippets about upcoming concerts. And now, here's your host, the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra music director and conductor, Fuad Fakuri. Hi, it's great to, great to be here for our first episode of Behind the Music. I'm your host, Fuad Fakuri, and prior to each concert, we will be bringing you a new episode so that you can get an intimate insider information before concert night. We will be interviewing unique and exciting guest artists, musicians, staff, and board members to give you a look into the magic of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. For our first episode, we are joined by the host of the Texas Country Reporter for over 50 years, Bob Phillips. Welcome, Bob. Hi there. Good morning. It's great to be here. Good to have you. Um, let's start a little bit by giving us a snapshot of your history as, as Texas Country Reporter. Well, we started this program at a TV station in Dallas as a one-time special. It was supposed to go on one Saturday night, and, you know, that was it. But it was somehow instantly popular with the audience, so we just kept doing it, uh, eventually syndicating it to TV stations in every market in Texas and eventually across the entire country on our FDTV. So we have now just started our 50th season of the show, and we're the longest-running independently produced program in the history of American television. I don't know what happened. I just kind of looked up one day and 50 years had gone by and now here you and I are talking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny how time flies, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, it, you know, the career that you and Kelly have built, what, what really drove you to begin on this amazing adventure? I mean, I know you talked about how it started, but, you know, how... How did you sort of continue to uh, move along the career and sustain it for, for this such a long time? Well, in the very beginning, I was a news guy. Um, I, and for, for 16 years, I covered news. I covered the news of the day, fires, wrecks, school board meetings, politics. I traveled with the Dallas Cowboys as a photographer on the sidelines of their games for uh, about 13 years, including three Super Bowls. I loved my job uh, being a news reporter and a sports photographer and all of that. But deep down inside, I longed to tell stories about people, ordinary good people who are, you know, passionate about their lives. And there was, there was no place for that on a news program. I, tr I kept trying to get those in, but, you know, they, they'd give me a minute 10 to tell somebody's story and people's stories are usually more important, I think, than than to tell them in a you know in about sixty or seventy seconds. So I I had to invent a way to tell those stories. Uh, I, I did that. I you know I came up with this thirty minute format once a week. Of, you know just good news about good people and people liked them and they kept watching week after week. So we just kept doing them. Just kept telling those stories and. Now, here we are 50 years later. By the way, Kelly's beginnings in the business were very similar. We were both 18 years old when we started on television. Um, I was, you know, I was 18 in Dallas. She was 18 in, in San Antonio. 
Uh, she, we both went to work for the CBS affiliates in those cities <laughs> at 18 years old. Both, and then, and then we both spent a lot of years. We both spent about 15 years, 15 or 16 years covering news. Now we get to do the other side and tell the the good stories, the positive stories about people. That's great. You know, I I have to be honest. In preparing for this podcast, I spent some time really online uh, watching watching your show and really trying to get the essence of what you do. It is terrific. I mean, I I spent a lot of time in Texas, obviously going to college, and the, the way you you focus on these these things that are peculiar and unique to Texas is really I mean, I I intended to spend, you know, to watch about 15 minutes. I ended up spending like three, four hours just watching one show after another. I, I <laughs> that's thought, what we like. <laughs> that's right. I thought it was so interesting. So do you have, out of all your experiences, do you have any memorable experiences that you would like <laughs> oh, to share with us? There are so many, you know. Uh, uh, you know, one of the things that comes to mind is I was going, I was down in the hill country one day and I, uh, I was going over what locals there call Medina Mountain. It's really just a big hill, but they refer to it as Medina Mountain. I'm going one way, and coming at toward me in the other lane, in the proper lane, is an ostrich running <laughs> at full speed. So the ostrich comes running toward me. You know, I, my mouth is open, and you know, I'm following him as he's in the other lane, and he runs past me going the other direction. And I thought, well, that was strange. Somebody's lost their ostrich. And I go, I just go around a curve, and here is a guy <laughs> on one of those little bitty bicycles, those little like you like you see in in comedy sketches and things, a little bitty bicycle, wearing a clown suit, and he has a lasso. He has a rope, you know, that's he's going to make yeah. into a lasso. He's trying to catch the ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, we've seen it all. In the beginning, though, one of the funniest things was, you know, nobody knew who we were. We were we were TV people from the city of Dallas, from the big city. People on the back roads and the small towns, I think, weren't used to seeing TV cameras roaming around their streets. So one time we were stopped by the side of the road in East Texas where we were set up to, you know, we had our camera and tripod and everything out and we were set up to shoot a beautiful scene of some cows grazing in this green pasture and the sun was setting behind them so it just it was almost like a painting and we're sitting there i was wearing a headset to monitor the audio so i didn't hear anybody approaching from the back but suddenly um i felt something cold at the back of my neck i it, it startled me of course i slowly turned around and a guy was pointing a shotgun at me and he says <laughs> Here's what he says. Are you ready for this? What are you boys doing to my cows? <laughs> I, uh, I, I never talked so fast in my life explaining to him that we were just a couple of working guys, TV guys from the big city. We thought his cows were so beautiful. We just had to take a picture of it. I was doing anything I could to get out of this situation. He lowered the shotgun and then he gets these smiles, really big smile. And he says, okay. I thought maybe you were going to beam them up to your mothership. <laughs> clearly, that guy had been watching too much Star Trek or something. I, I know. Eventually, though, people came to expect to see us in their town. And now, you know, we go, we, we've been in every town, every county and every town in the state over these years. And, and we've been welcomed warmly by the people in those towns. They love when we come there to tell their stories. And we have friends all over this great state. That's terrific. That really, really is wonderful. <laughs> I, 
I mean, just uh, it's just such a great way to make a living, too, right? I mean, to just it, be it is. and talk to people. I hear every day you have the best job in the world, and I do yeah. not deny that. I think I do. And That's to have been able to do this my entire adult life, uh, I am truly a blessed man for that. That's terrific. So let's a little bit talk a little bit about this the project and this idea of partnering between a symphony orchestra and Texas Country Reporter. Uh -huh. I know it's the 50th anniversary. What? Yeah. How did that idea come about? How did you well, create it? You know, first of all, we use a lot of music on our TV show, and I think that sometimes it's the mix of that music with the words we write to tell a person's story that creates a certain mood. We hear all the time that people say, I love to watch because you make me laugh and you make me cry. Uh, you make me think, you make me pensive, you make me thoughtful, you know, those kinds of things. So I've always thought that it would be great if we could partner with a symphony orchestra and instead of telling the story of a person, tell the story of Texas. So this concert series that we call a Texas tribute was born from that idea. Now, I'll admit this. Some 25 or more years ago, I saw the great storyteller Charles Corral do something very similar. Um, and he was appearing with a symphony orchestra in his home state of North Carolina. And they were playing Americana tunes. Uh, and he was reading, doing some readings from the Declaration of Independence and some things like that. So I kind of ripped the idea off from him, you know, from seeing that. I've always had that in the back of my mind. But the more and more I thought about it, I thought, ours can be even better because we're going to concentrate on Texas. So we worked with an, an incredible composer named David Lovren, who created the underscore for this concert. And 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 after he wrote that and we we wrote our script for it and we paired the two then we started contacting symphonies around the state to see if anybody would be interested in doing this with us you folks there in wichita falls were one of the first to raise your hand and say we want to do that and so here we are getting ready to spend some time there with your incredible musicians and the wonderful people of wichita falls and i hope we get some people to this performance who maybe have never even been to a symphony before this. Um, yeah. I, I, I hope that anyone who loves Texas and loves music will come out and see and hear this incredible story that we're going to be, we're going to all be telling them together that evening. Yeah. I tell you what, I mean, we're so excited. We can't really wait for to have, to have the concert and to partner with you. And I think, for, for me personally, and I, I would assume for a lot of our audiences as well as our musicians, it's a really timely concert. I mean, we've been in COVID for such a long time. People are yearning to come back and share stories oh, and, yes. and really celebrate, what, you know, certainly Texas and celebrate the history and the, the heritage of the, of the state, right? Absolutely. You're so correct. And, and I'll tell you something else that excites me about this. Y'all have such a great venue there. I'm excited yeah. to do it there. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. Somebody told me that, that that is very similar to that music hall that was built at the State Fair of Texas. Do you know if that, that, it, that it was maybe the same architect that designed it or something? Anyway, it's I, an... Yeah, I'm it, not sure about that, but it, you know, I, we'll find out. It's an incredible historic building. And uh, and and such a great thing to be there in Wichita Falls. I just I'm I'm really looking forward to doing this there. I think that 
you know, our, our COVID numbers have been going down and things are opening back up and all that kind of stuff. And I think by the time we do this concert, we're going to pack the house and everybody's going to be so happy to be out and listening to this wonderful music and hearing this story about Texas. And uh, it's going to be magical. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, one other thing I wanted to really touch touch on is your new book. You've, you've just released a new book. And, and <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm curious to really hear a little bit about that. Can you talk well, about that? Yeah, absolutely. It just came out a very few weeks ago. And with with the 50th season of our Texas Country Reporter Show coming up, I, I knew that I needed to do something to document how all of this happened. I, I, I thought people would expect it at this point in time anyway, but I couldn't keep seem to get started doing it. I, I don't know why, but I just had a mental block about it. Then back in March of, of 2020, the whole COVID thing hit. And we found ourselves sitting at home looking for something to do. Uh, One night, I woke up at 3 a.m. and I got up and the idea for how to approach this book had just hit me while I was sleeping. And I just went into the computer and sat down, started writing. My wife found me still at the computer the next morning, banging away on it, telling my story. And this book is a mixture, kind of a, a hybrid it's my personal memoir, but it's also the memoir of a TV show, the story of Texas Country Reporter and how it came to be and how it lasted so long and became the longest running independently produced TV show in American television history. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a very unique story. And one of the things that, that I, have, I have found is that people, unless you work in the business, you don't know how the television business works. And so I, I tell some of that because it wasn't easy, you know, to, to, to make this all happen. Um, and, you know, we had to, we had to go through a lot and it's taken a lot during the years to keep it together and keep it on the air, but we've, we've managed to do that. And so I share a lot of those stories. I share my personal story of growing up and my family and, and everything else. So I think the two, um, go together very well. I'm very proud of it. It, um, I look at it and and I think, okay, I became this TV show and this TV show became me. And so we really kind of have this one story to tell. And uh, and that's what I tried to do. That's that's wonderful. And, you know, uh, I think that that it's clear and just by talking to you, it's clear that you, you know, your enthusiasm for for your for what you do and for the show is just part of you. And we really, really can't wait. To have you join us uh, at the concert and work. Neither can I. (laughs) Thank you. It's it's been a pleasure talking to you today, and I, along with all of our musicians and audiences, will look forward to having you and Kelly with us uh, this coming November uh, at our concert. We are looking forward to being there in Wichita Falls and spending time with you and your musicians and the great people of your town. Thank you very much. Join us November 13th for a unique concert experience with Bob and Kelly. Phillips from Texas Country Reporter. Tickets are available now by calling the WFSO office. We'll see you at the concert. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Music, hosted by Fouad Fakuri of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. To check out more information about upcoming concerts and to purchase concert tickets, visit our website at www.wfso.org. That's wfso.org. 
If you have enjoyed the show, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time.